Welcome to the weekly message from Rama Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rhema.org.au forward slash media. Welcome to our monthly healing service for this evening. So happy to see you all and we also would like to welcome uh, those that are joining us online tonight, a warm welcome to you all and thank you for joining us. We're so glad that um, you could uh, tune in to join this service. Um, so um, let's just uh, all stand and, and just raise our hands to the Lord and just give him praise and just worship him for a few moments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just worship him in the spirit and just give him thanks and give him praise. Hallelujah. Lift up your voices and give him thanks. Glory be to God. We worship you. Hallelujah, Lord. We worship you. We love your presence. We enjoy your presence. We value your presence. We thank you so much, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Your word says that where two or three are gathered, you are there amongst us and we know that you are here. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We give you praise. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing anointing, healing power flowing tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let it rain, let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven, let it rain, let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven, let it rain. Oh, let's worship him. Let it rain, open the floodgates of heaven, let it rain, let it rain, open the floodgates of heaven, let it rain, let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven, let it rain, let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven, let it rain, let it rain. Falling down, healing rain is falling down. I'm not afraid, healing rain is falling down, healing rain is falling down. I'm not afraid, healing rain is falling down. Healing rain is falling down. I'm not afraid. Healing rain is falling down. Healing rain is falling down. I'm not afraid. Healing rain is falling down. Let it rain, let it rain. 
floodgates of heaven. Let it rain, let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Hallelujah, Lord. That is our prayer tonight. We thank you for healing rain, healing anointing, all oh, the presence of God. In his presence, there is healing abundance. <laughs> abundance of grace is flowing. Healing grace is flowing. Hallelujah. In this auditorium and online for those that are joining us, Online, we thank you, Lord, for fresh rain from heaven, healing rain from heaven tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. You may be seated uh, on your way down. Just say hi to someone, greet someone, and tell them it's good to see you in the house of God. And again, uh, a warm welcome to every one of you. Thank you so much for joining us in this evening's service. Praise God. Um, before we uh, get into the word, I'm just going to ask uh, Sister Miriam Noval is going to be sharing a healing testimony tonight. And uh, uh, my wife Anna is going to help her share uh, her healing testimony. So uh, they've uh, been working on it together and, and sharing and praying together. And, and so... Uh, uh, we look forward to that. Let's give them a warm welcome as they come. Ready? Yes. Um, Sister Miriam, the Lord has done something wonderful for you. Can you tell us what it is and how it has affected you? Uh, thank you for having me. Um, about 20 years ago, I started to feel a lot of physical pain. And um, this, this year uh, was on the 8th of April. Um, requested by my GP, I had a CT scan of the abdomen. And um, to my surprise, I had cold bladder stones. And so <laughs> I didn't expect something like that to happen to me because of my healthy lifestyle of eating good food. So um, straight away, he, my GP requested um, to be seen by a specialist at the, one of the local um, hospitals. And so for my surprise, within less than a month, they called me to be able uh, to have an interview, they checked me up, and uh, this lovely um, surgeon said to me, I do not take gallbladders for the sake of it. So I would like you to have a few other tests to make sure that your symptoms is that. So um, I went ahead, had the, the tests, one was I was supposed to uh, spend, you know, wait a few months, so I decided to go private, and the uh, clinic were very kind, and instead of charging me 2000 they charged me only 600 So uh, that, you know, I give glory to the Lord, because it's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was part one, and they did some research, and they caught me on time, and they remove certain things that in the future could have become cancer. So praise the Lord for, you know, uh, the good timing. And uh, then, uh, you know, they did another test regarding um, the gallbladder. That was a um, ultrasound. And um, that was done on the 7th of June this year. And um, so I remember that I was holding 
this piece of paper that had the bad news. And I look at it, I read it, I pray over it, I banded the words in the report, and then I felt to, I was sitting down with my communion and so on, having breakfast, and I said, he will take care of it. And I meant the Lord will take care of it. And that is to do with cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. And I was really touched when I went, had the test the following the ultrasound, and within a week I went to see the uh, specialist and said, well, I have good news. You don't have any gallbladder stones. So um, if anyone wants to see this, here is the report. It's not just words or something that I'm standing for. He did it. Within two months, I had the proof of it to the glory of the Lord. And this is to encourage, regardless of how long we stand for our healing, um, we, you know, call somebody with strong faith to encourage you not to give up. He's able and he's willing to heal us or do whatever we need to receive from him. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mary. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure there will be many here and who are watching that will feel really encouraged by your yes. testimony. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let's give them another big hand. Thank you, Sister Miriam. Thanks, Larry. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. One of the objectives of this one Sunday a month uh, evening healing services is to receive the word of God, to be able to walk in divine health, to experience healing and health, and to maintain our healing and walk in it. So um, that's what uh, Sister Miriam's testimony is all about. Praise the Lord. Well, the last uh, session that we had together, which was last month, uh, when I ministered in this uh, healing service, we talked about faith for divine healing. And we looked at uh, two specific areas of uh, faith foundations in the context of faith for divine healing. And we looked at uh, hear and be healed, the importance of hearing, uh, because faith comes by hearing. Amen. And so Jesus placed a lot of emphasis on how you hear. He said in his word in Mark chapter 4, after he explained the parable of the sower, he said it's very important uh, what you hear because the measure that you hear and understand is the measure that you are going to apply that knowledge and understanding. All right? So hear and be healed. And we saw in uh, Luke 6 how that the multitudes came to Jesus to hear the word. And the Bible says they were healed of all their diseases. Praise God. Then we also looked at the area of, of faith in releasing your faith for healing. And we talked about the importance of our words and speaking the word of God. So if you missed those sessions, I encourage you to look them up on um, the Rama Family Church uh, YouTube uh, channel and all the teachings on these healing services are there by the other pastors as well, and all, all the uh, Sunday main service uh, sermons, they're all on the Rama Family Church YouTube channel. Praise God. Tonight, I want to uh, continue in that theme, same theme of faith for divine healing, but I'd like to look at it from another angle. So tonight, I'd like to uh, focus on how to bring spiritual blessings from the realm of the spirit from the realm of the unseen to be able to bring them into this realm of seeing seeing them and the realm of manifestation amen i also uh, will later on towards the end would like to share on receiving the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness to encourage us in our faith walk, praise God. And, and just to bring about an understanding of 
this new covenant that we have uh, in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. So uh, let me have you uh, turn in your Bibles, first of all, to John chapter 1 as we kick off tonight. Uh, John chapter 1. And reading from verse 1 to 3. John chapter 1, in the New King James Version, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, And without him, nothing was made that was made. So these verses began with the word. Then in the last two lines, it referred the word to a he and a him. So this obviously is a person. He's talking about the person of the word. So that word in that verse, in verse 1, in the beginning was the word, is the Greek word logos, which is in reference to the second person of the Godhead incarnate. So the word became flesh. The word became a person. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. So the word, the Greek word logos refers to the second person of the Godhead incarnate, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why it referred the word to a he in the second sentence, second verse of that scripture and the third verse. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him, nothing was made that was made. Praise God. So the second person of the Godhead, the Lord Jesus Christ, made everything that was made. And there was nothing that was created or made without him being involved. So that word made, made through him and without him nothing was made. That word made is, means to cause into existence or to brought into being. So all things were created or caused into existence by the Logos, the Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians 1 verse 16 also uh, refers specifically to uh, uh, him as by him or for by him all things were created. So It's the Logos, the Word became flesh, who was involved in making everything into existence. Then let's look at another verse of scripture, which also speaks of the Word. And that's in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 3 in the Amplified. This is what Hebrews 11, 3 says in the Amplified. By faith, we understand that the worlds during the successive ages were framed, they were fashioned, they were put in order, they were equipped for their intended purpose, according to the Amplified. By what? By the word of God. So that... What we see was not made out of things that were visible. That sounds very much like John 1, 1 to 3. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Um, By him and in him, everything was created. Except that that word, by the word of God, is a different meaning. So... This Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, by faith we understand that the world, so everything that is around us that we see, 
were framed or fashioned, put in order, equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God. That word, word of God, that word there is a word you would probably be more familiar. It's not logos, it's rhema. So, by faith, this is how Hebrews 11 um, is meant to read. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed, they were fashioned, they were put into order and equipped for intended purpose by the rhema word. By the rhema word. The Greek word rhema means the, the word spoken. The spoken word. So, uh, it means utterance or speaking out, to speak out the word, the word spoken. Therefore, from these two uh, references of scripture, we see in John 1 that whatever the word, the Logos said in John 1 has already been brought into existence. Most of what we pray for and pray about and everything that we need, including healing, has already been made into existence. It's accomplished, it's finished, but it's in the realm of the unseen. Our part, you and I, according to Hebrews 11.3, is to put rhema on it, to put utterance on it, hallelujah, to speak it out, to give it voice in order to frame it, to frame that which was already spoken into existence, in order to frame it, to put it into order, to equip it for its intended purpose. Praise God. In the last session, if you remember, on, uh, when we, when we um, thought on how to release our faith for divine healing, we saw how God has designed it that the simplest way to activate or to release your faith is by speaking. Speaking is the simplest way of acting on the word of God. Even faith in its most Infant stage, we saw in Matthew 17, even faith in its most infant stage as a mustard seed. And a mustard seed is one of the tiniest seeds that you can ever handle. Even faith at its most infant stage will start saying something. It will start speaking. Jesus said, now the, the disciples said, Lord, Help us to have more faith. Help us to uh, give us more faith. And he told them that even if you have faith as a mustard seed, you would speak. You would say. So, speaking is a very integral part of our faith. What are we doing by speaking it out, speaking the word out or giving it utterance. By giving it utterance, we are actually moving what is already being made into existence by the Logos, by the second person of the Godhead, and it's sitting in the realm of the unseen. We are moving it by utterance and by speaking it out, by voicing it, we are moving it from that unseen realm into the realm of manifestation. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that what we, that the last part of that verse in Hebrews 11.3 says, so that what we do see in manifestation was not made by things which were visible, but they were made by the unseen power of the spoken word rhema. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. The verse above it 
verse 2 of Hebrews 11. By doing this, the elders gained a good report, the Bible says. <laughs> Think about it. That was exactly what they did. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 that they subdued kingdoms. They performed the works of righteousness. They obtained promises. They stopped the mouth of lions. They quenched the violence of fire. They escaped the sword. Out of weakness they were made strong. They became valiant in battle. And defeated the armies of aliens, the Bible says. How did they do it? By speaking. By voicing their faith. By voicing what they believed in their hearts. Praise God. Hallelujah. The last session we spoke about Romans 10. The word of God in two places. Believing in your heart and speaking out of your mouth. Faith the word of God in two places. This is the word of faith that we preach. The word of God in two places. In your heart, coming out of your mouth. Out of your mouth and in your heart. In your heart and out of your mouth. Out of your mouth and in your heart. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. This is how the elders did it. And they, the Bible says they gained a good report. Praise be to God. So the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 13 says, We, you and I, we having the same spirit of faith. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We having the same spirit of faith, the same spirit of faith that Abraham had, I have. Glory be to God. The same spirit of faith that Sarah had, I have. Praise God. The same spirit that Moses had, I have. The same spirit that Joshua had, I have. The same spirit that David had, I have. The same spirit that Jesus had, I have. Glory be to God. We also believe and therefore speak. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So if you believe in your heart, that he himself took your infirmities on his own body and bore your sicknesses on the tree, and that by his stripes you were healed, then the most simplest way to release and activate what you heard and believe is to speak it out. Hallelujah. By his stripes I am healed. Glory be to God. By his stripes lungs you are healed. By his stripes Gallbladder, you'll be gone in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Gallbladder stones. Praise God. Hallelujah. The most simplest way, God has designed it so simple to work your faith, that the most simplest way to release and activate your faith is by speaking it out, giving it voice, the rhema. Hallelujah. You speak the word and you frame that what, what was already created and it's sitting in the realm of the unseen. That's how you bring it in. You call it in. Calling those things that be not as though they already exist. They already exist but they're in the realm of the unseen. By giving them voice and by giving them word, word power brings them from that unseen realm into the realm of manifestation. Praise God. Hallelujah. Proverbs 18 and verse 21 says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So two important areas, death and life, they are in the power of the tongue. The Bible says in that verse, Proverbs 18 verse 21. That phrase power of the tongue that word power is the Hebrew word yad which describes a hand so the Hebrew word describes that the tongue as having a hand or the authority to order either death or or life 
into existence. Are you following? Praise God. And James also tells us in James chapter 3 that the tongue, having like a hand, has the potential to build a small kindle into a forest fire. So your tongue is like, it's like it has a hand, a hand of authority to order into place, to order into existence either death or life. Praise God. Let's look at an example in the Bible, in the Gospels, Mark chapter 5, the story of the woman with the issue of blood. When she heard that the healer, the anointed one, was coming into her town, and the, and the, the, the history, her history was that she had been sick for a very, very long time and had spent all her money with the physicians, and she did not get well. But when she heard that the physician, the, the healer, was coming into town, the anointed one, she heard and believed in her heart. And in verse 28 of Mark 5, she said, If I may touch but her clothes, I shall be made whole. So she believed that this anointed man was going to come into it, her, her town. And so what she believed was, If I went out and touched the hem of his garment of this anointed man, Power is going to flow out from his body because of the anointing and I will receive my miracle. I will be made whole. So she started to speak. She started to put words to her believing. She started to, to uh, voice out what she was believing in her heart. And that word said in verse 28 of Mark 5 is the Greek word lego. As in, you know, the kids building blocks, the little toy things that they play with to build things. Is that she said, if I can only just go and touch the hem of his garment, power will flow through and I shall be made whole. So that word said is Lego, which means to build a case by saying continuously. <laughs> to build a case by saying it continuously. That's what that word Lego means. It means to utter over and over with the expression of speech with corresponding action. Praise God. So we don't know how long it took for, before the Lord came into her town. Maybe a, a few hours, maybe a day, a couple of days, maybe. The Bible didn't uh, tell us how long it took. Maybe a week. But what, what she was doing was she was saying, when this anointed man comes into town, I am going to go through that crowd and if I can just touch the hem of his garment, the anointing that is on this man, power will flow into my body and drive out this, this disease and I shall be made whole. And she said that, according to that Lego, over and over and over. So every time she was doing her dishes, she was saying that, I am going to go when this man comes into town. I'm going to touch the hem of his garment. And as soon as I do that, power is going to flow through. And boom, this disease that has dogged me for so long is, is going to be driven out. So she said that over and over. And, and what she was doing was using her tongue was like a hand that was building her case for her for her healing, for her to receive her healing and her miracle. Praise God. So this she said over and over, building her case. The more she said it, the more she believed. 
and she could see herself being made whole. The, the, the image of her, she could see herself, she, she could see the image, she could even feel herself getting healed. The more she said it, it's like that hand of her tongue was building her case. The Lego was building a case by saying it continuously. She allowed her tongue, like a hand, to build a case about receiving her healing. The more she said it, her miracle was coming closer and closer to her. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. That's how we move that, those, that stuff that is sitting in the realm of the unseen into the realm of the manifestation. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Friends, God has designed it so easy. So easy. (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. And the more she said it, the more she could feel whole and healed and well. Glory be to God. I'm going to be made whole. Hallelujah. The moment that I touch the hem of that garment, power is going to flow through. And she, she, she would enact it as she's walking around. The power is going to flow through. I'm going to be made whole. I will be made whole. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. She could see herself getting well. Even before she started walking down the crowd. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then when she did. And she touched the hem of the Lord's garment. The Bible says, virtue or power, anointing power, healing power flowed out through the Lord Jesus and drove out that sickness that had dogged her for 12 or 18 years. It was hallelujah. And Jesus said to her, daughter, thy faith, whose faith? The lady's faith, thy faith, your faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Hallelujah. In the King James. Take note that Jesus called the case that she has been building by her words. Jesus called the case that that the hand of her tongue has been building those how many hours or days that she was waiting for Jesus to come into her town. And she was saying that over and over. Jesus called the case that she had built by her words, the hand of her tongue and her lego as her faith. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith brought that healing that was sitting in the realm of the unseen. But by you saying it over and over and building the case of it, the moment you followed it through, bang, anointing flowed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus called her faith the case that she was building by her tongue. The case that she was building by the hand of her tongue. Her lego. Her words. She was putting rhema into what she had believed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. In uh, Romans chapter 10 and verse 6. The first part of that verse. As says But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise in the King James. The righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. So those of us who have been made righteous by way of faith in Jesus and not by the works of the law. There is a 
manner in which we speak. Amen. Hallelujah. There is a certain way that we talk. When we become the righteousness of God, when we become new creation, when we become born again, one of the first areas that the Holy Spirit takes care is your tongue. I have friends that, man, before they came to know the Lord, oh, man, <laughs> the, the, every second word was a swear word. But I was so surprised when I saw one of them and, like, their, their language has changed. No more swearing because it's an important part of your faith. The Holy Spirit begins to teach you the language of faith. You, you, have, you now have a new language, the language of faith. You have a new kingdom dialect now that you have been made the righteousness of God. So the righteousness of God speaks in a particular manner. Before you were born again, you were uncertain whether it was God's will for you to be healed and to walk in divine health. So the way of talking you would have had was, Lord, if it is your will, please heal me. But now that you are in Christ, made the righteousness of God in him, the way that you speak is, Lord, I thank you that it is your will for me to be healed and to walk in divine health. I decree by speaking out that by your stripes, I have been made whole. And you speak to that specific area of need in your body. I speak to you, liver. I speak to you, lungs, that you are healed by his stripes. Hallelujah. Notice the level of confidence um, in when you did not know the will of God before you became born again and now that you are made the righteousness of God. Praise God. So friends, as we um, um, start to bring this, to a this session to a close tonight, I want to inspire you in your faith by bringing you to remembrance of who you are in Christ. And what God has done for you in Christ Jesus. Because knowing your identity in Christ gives you that boldness when it comes to speaking. And when it comes to activating your faith. And when it comes to moving those things that which are already created and they are in the realm of the unseen. And you are moving them into this realm of the manifestation. Knowing your identity in Christ gives you the boldness and the confidence to speak, hallelujah, to voice, to, to put rhema onto logos, hallelujah. So, uh, um, in your Bibles, if you could turn to Romans chapter 5, and I just want to um, uh, take you through uh, receiving the abundance of grace. And the free gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. And just to help you get an understanding of who you are. Your new position in Christ. What you have in Christ. And what God has done for you. In and through Christ Jesus. Glory be to God. So Romans chapter 5 and reading from verse 12. The Bible says, Through one man sin entered the world and death through sin. Therefore, Death spread to all men. So that's the origin of sickness and disease right there. That through sin, man's lifespan was drastically weakened through sickness and disease, which became a vehicle to condemn man to death for his sin just by becoming part of Adam's race. So sickness and disease was part of the death sentence that came through sin. And the Bible says death spread through all men because all have sinned. 
Then in verse uh, 15 and 16 of Romans 5. But now there is no comparison between Adam's transgression and the gracious gift that we experience. For the, this is, I'm reading from uh, the Passion Translation, so I, I love the way this, the Passion puts it. For the magnitude of the gift far outweighs the crime. It's true that many died because of one man's transgression, but how much greater will God's grace and his gracious gift of acceptance overflow to many because of what one man, Jesus, the Messiah, did for us. And this free-flowing gift imparts to us much more than what was given to us through the one man who sinned, who is Adam. For because of one transgression, we are all facing a death sentence with a verdict of guilty. But this gracious gift leaves us free from our many failures and brings us into the perfect righteousness of God, acquitted with the words, not guilty. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Glory be to God. And then verse 17, verse 17, I had it in the New King James Version. Romans 5 verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Talk about faith for divine healing. This is an important key right here. A revelation, knowledge, and understanding on the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness under the new covenant. Hallelujah. Praise God. That is where you and I are under the new covenant right now. The abundance of grace or grace is the favor of God as we know. But it's more than that. It's the unmerited favor, but it's also much more than just unmerited favor. The abundance of grace that this verse describes is truly beyond description. But we could at least describe it this way, as the unrestrained operation of God's infinite love. Hallelujah. I want you to see yourself, imagine yourself sitting under the flowing waterfall of God's infinite love. Hallelujah. We have a, a small, small group that uh, do uh, outdoor adventures. One of the places that we go to is the Springbrook Mountains. Whenever we are up there, one of the fun things that we do or the kids do is they... They, they go underneath the waterfalls and they sit under the, the waterfalls with all that, that uh, immeasurable, infinite volume of water just flowing down unstoppable from the clefts of the rocks. Hallelujah. Imagine yourself sitting under the waterfall of God's infinite love. Hallelujah. The abundance of grace is like God has opened up the floodgates of his loving kindness, his goodness, his acceptance, his favor, his generosity, his compassion, his unrestrained, unmerited, abounding provision is now flowing towards you profusely. Hallelujah. Unstoppable, unrestrained. Glory be to God. Isaiah the prophet saw it this way. He's, in Isaiah 55, he says, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. You who have no money, come and buy, eat and drink. Yes, come and buy wine and milk without money and without price. In other words, it's all being fully paid for. You just have to come and take possession of it. Woo, glory be to God. Hallelujah. It's all been provided for in the new covenant. Glory be to God. 
Healing rain is falling down. I'm not afraid. Hallelujah. I have boldness and courage to just go in and take it. Hallelujah. Grab it for the taking. Glory be to God. Praise God. Woo. Hallelujah. Healing rain. Healing rain. Hallelujah. Oh, let it fall. Let it fall. Open the floodgates of heaven. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And that's not even all. Part of this abundance of grace, the Bible says in that verse, Romans 5, 17, was the provision of the free gift. The free gift of righteousness. What do you do when a, a free gift is handed to you? You receive it, don't you? You take it. It's not something that you've worked for to earn. It's given to you, so you receive it. It's free of charge. This is your new position of who you are in Christ. The righteousness of God in him. This is your new stance with God. It's the ability to stand in the presence of God without the consciousness of sin, guilt, shame, condemnation, or inferiority. Hallelujah. Praise God. Man, that gives us confidence. That will give you confidence, doesn't it? Your right standing with God gives you confidence to receive from him. Praise God. Verse 16 of Romans 5. For the magnitude of the gift far outweighs the crime. Hallelujah. It's true that many died because of one man's transgression. But how much greater will God's grace and his, his gracious gift of acceptance Overflow to many because of what one man Jesus has done for us. And this free flowing gift imparts to us much more than that which was given to us through the one who sinned. Jesus' finished work on the cross has fully satisfied God's justice. He has fully ransomed your debt and the penalty of sin. In fact, he has overcompensated for your debt of sin that was written against you. For the magnitude of the gift far outweighs the crime, the verse says. Therefore, God's love is no longer restricted towards you. His love for you is not restrained on account of what Jesus has accomplished on the cross of Calvary. Glory be to God. This is the unconditional, unrestrained, eternal love that Jesus taught us in the parable of the prodigal son. Hallelujah. The father's love. Praise God. He loves you because you are his child through faith in Jesus Christ. Now that you have right standing with God, now that you have right standing with God, there is nothing restricting God's love for you. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. This is the new covenant. There is nothing, even in your craziness, there is nothing that can ever restrain God's love for you. Hallelujah. He will love you even in your craziness. We tend to brag a lot on what we do to show our love for God. But less time about talking, talking about how much we believe that God loves us. So in uh, Philemon verse 6, the Apostle Paul encouraged his, son, his son, son in the faith, Philemon. He said, now that your heart is established in love and faith in the Lord Jesus, in order for your faith to be effective, you need to talk more about the good things that are in you, in Christ, that Christ Jesus has done for you. That the New King James says, acknowledging the, all the good things in you which Christ has done for you. Praise God. In other words, give voice. Put rhema on what has Christ has done in you. All the good things that he has done. Praise God. The main context of the new covenant is faith works by how much you believe that God loves you. Hallelujah. 
Faith works by love. At how much you believe that God loves you. Praise God. Your faith should rest on how much God loves you. Because he loves me, he has redeemed me. Because he loves me, he has healed me. Hallelujah. Because he loves me, he has provided for me. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Because he loved me, he has protected me. Because he loves me, he has vindicated me in a, in a tough situation. Hallelujah. The Apostle John uh, says in 1 John 4 that we have known and believed the love that God has for us. For God is love and he who abides in his love abides in God and God in him. Your faith is resting on the knowledge of this truth that he loves you so dearly and so unconditionally. Hallelujah. That ought to give you confidence. Hallelujah. To speak. Confidence to stand in your position of righteousness and declare. Put rhema into the logos. Praise God. To bring those things that are already um, made in existence to bring them into this manifestation. The knowledge of his love for you gives you the confidence to receive what he has promised. So when you have this confidence, your faith will work. Faith is confidence. Hallelujah. And when you have this confidence, the operation of your faith will work. Your healing will come because he loves you, because of this foundation knowledge of his love for you. To receive your deliverance because he loves you. To receive the provision that you need because he loves you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's all stand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to just lift your hands to the Lord and begin to thank him. Hallelujah. For this new covenant that is established on better promises. And see yourself sitting under the waterfall of his infinite love. Glory be to God. Ooh. God is not holding back anything from you. <laughs> Jesus has paid the complete price. In fact, he has overcompensated. Hallelujah. Abundance of grace over and above. Woo. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Begin to thank him. Begin to uh, voice out your faith. Give voice to your faith. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. See yourself. See yourself in his infinite love, receiving the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness because that's put you in a confident position to be able to declare and to be able to rule and reign. Hallelujah. That, uh, Romans 5 verse 17. Those that receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness, they rule and they reign in Christ Jesus, you rule and reign over situations of life. You rule and reign over circumstances. Hallelujah. You rule and reign over sickness and disease, poverty and lack. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. See yourself as the, the apple of God's eye. He loves you unconditionally. There is nothing that is restricting his love anymore towards you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. His love, his infinite love is flowing through towards you endlessly, profusely, unrestrained, unrestricted. Glory be to God. The Bible calls it Abundance of grace. Hallelujah. That is our covenant under this new covenant of grace. 
Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Take advantage of it, my brother and my sister. Take advantage of your, of your, of the, of your new covenant. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We are no longer under the old covenant where it was, we, we were responsible to account for our sin and, 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 and our wrongdoings. We are in the new covenant where Jesus has paid the price, full price for us. Glory be to God. And there is nothing now that is restraining God's love for you. Glory be to God. Receive every promise on the basis of his great, unrestricted, unrestrained love for you. Hallelujah. Acknowledging all those good things that, you, that are in you in Christ Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Thank you, loving Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. I just pray for all these that are here, Lord of God. I thank you, Father, for your people. Thank you, Father, the sheep of your pastures, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your presence. Thank you for the anointing that is in your word. Healing rain is falling down. Glory be to God. We are not ashamed. We are not afraid. Hallelujah. We are not um, hesitant. We go in and we receive it. We collect it as it were. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In the old covenant, manna rained down from heaven. All the, the, the saints had to do was just go out every morning and collect it. Collect it. How much more? Oh, glory be to God. How much more in this new covenant of the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It is his will for you to be healed in every area of your body and to walk in divine health. Glory be to God. It's part of the abundance of grace. It's part of the, uh, the covenant of the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness. Praise be to God. You are, you, all you do is just take it. It's free. It's free. Like Isaiah said, come and drink. Come and eat. Hallelujah. Without money. Woo. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, loving Heavenly Father, we give you thanks tonight. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for your healing word. Healing rain is indeed falling. Praise be to God. The abundance of grace, the infinite waterfall of your great unrestricted love towards us, Lord. Lord, we come to the waters, we come to the fountains as it were, and we drink tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We receive, we receive, we receive. We take, we take because it's all been provided for us. Glory be to God. It's been made and, 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 and caused into existence. Hallelujah. Your word says in Ephesians 1 verse 3 that, Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Glory be to God. We take those blessings from the heavenly places, from the realm of the spirit, from the realm of the unseen into this realm and, and, and cause them to manifest in our bodies, cause them to manifest in our bank accounts, cause them to manifest in our families, cause them to manifest in our homes. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you. We praise you tonight, Lord. Bless your people, Lord. We thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for your anointing. Healing touch. Healing touch. We release that healing touch tonight. Touch your people, Lord. Heal your people. Thank you for the word of testimony from our sister Miriam, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your word of healing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We activate that word. We activate that word tonight. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bring it in that realm of the unseen, into the realm of manifestation. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And we all say, Amen.
Praise God. If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at brainer.org.au.